Welcome back to another episode of... What's going on with Addie and Diego? That's right. Um, so this is episode four, and our guest today was Holly Grobholz. Grobholz, that's correct. Um, but she's a really interesting person. She's um, We work together, actually. Um, at we, school at NC State. Yeah, at NC State. We were all part of this... Uh, Digital media production team for students. Exactly. Um, and well, she's a graphic designer. <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed. Because uh, I cannot finish my own sentences. Yeah, he can't even read. Uh, it's true. <laughs> but uh, Holly, uh, you know, graphic designer, probably the best graphic designer Red Eye's ever had. Definitely. Designer, um, and she was actually studying abroad um, for the second spring semester. And, in Prague. In Prague. And so everything just started going crazy, as you know. Um, and one thing led to another on top, like it was a good experience and then it was a bad experience with Corona going down. Went downhill very quickly. Um, so she has a really interesting story. And, uh, with that being said, um, here's our conversation with her. Thanks for listening. All right. So I don't know how, how do you guys usually start this? (laughs) Do we have an intro? Um, what is our podcast name again? What's, (laughs) what's going on? With Eddie and Diego. <laughs> Are you in New Jersey? Yes, I am in New Jersey. At Where? Home. This is my room. Jesus. So <laughs> you like, had a great setup, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where in New Jersey, though? Okay, so I live... So New Jersey's a pretty small state, so... Yeah. I kind of live towards the edge of the state, close to the New Jersey-Pennsylvania border, but I'm actually oh, okay. only like an hour and a half away from New York City, like a straight shot, like across the state east right. so, or west. <laughs> so that's the good so, side to be on, I guess, compared yeah, to uh, like, comparatively. Yeah, <laughs> right now, yeah, I'm so thank. I mean, I've always hated living here because I'm really <laughs> in the middle of nowhere because it's like Hickville, New Jersey. <laughs> so... <laughs> Because, like, everyone asks me, they're like, well, where do you live in New Jersey? Do you live close to the city? I'm like, no. Like, where <laughs> I live, like, literally in my neighborhood is, like, it used to be, like, old farmland. Like, the only thing around right. my neighborhood is, like, farms. So Damn. it's pretty quiet, um, pretty desolate. But honestly, right now it's so nice because I think um, the biggest county in New Jersey with coronavirus cases right now is Bergen County. And... Last time I checked, they had over 10,000 cases just Jeez. in that county right now. Wow. Is that yeah. the one that's by New York City or closest? I forget, I forget <laughs> exactly where it is, but yeah, it's definitely closer to New York City than me. <laughs> so. Jeez. Do you have relatives in other parts of the state or even in like Manhattan or New York at all? Uh, no, actually, most of my relatives live in upstate New York. Oh, okay. Um, so closer to like the mountains. I have nice. some that live out near Buffalo and then right. my grandparents, my mom's um, side they live like literally right near the canadian border in a town called plattsburgh oh, shoot. <laughs> um, yeah nice yeah and then the rest of my family's just kind of all over but we're the only ones actually in new jersey right now right Jeez. i mean well i guess you live in kind of a quiet part but what is it or what's the change like i guess or what's because of the pandemic or yeah um so coming home definitely was a big change for me because so in prague um we like NC State has like an excellent setup. Like I was, yes, I was so surprised. Well, like not like surprised in a bad way, but like a good way. I was like, wow, like I was not expecting it to be that like 
comfortable and like central for us i don't know how to describe it because like where we were living was still in a very central part of Prague. So, right. and then where the actual school is, where we have like classes and stuff, is literally right in like the city center, like Old Town Square. That's Jeez. the oldest part of the city. Jesus. Like literally right there. So it was so crazy because <laughs> <laughs> we would get up in the morning, right, to go to right. class and we'd walk out and we're right and on like a busy street called yeah. Saratoba. Um, and we'd get out of our building. We'd walk right to the tram stop. It was literally right there. We'd take the tram about like 15-ish minutes to a stop right outside Old Town Square because the trams don't go inside Old Town Square because like okay, all right. cobblestone and or- old streets and stuff. So yeah, we'd get out and then like walk literally through like crowds of tourists like <laughs> every just day just to go to school yes that's it was so, so cool. weird oh, i was I'm like so jealous that's awesome <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i was yeah i was blown away I, every day was like an adventure it was so cool just going to class was so fun um it was definitely like very energetic days like right. i would hit like so many steps like i'd check it i'd have like <laughs> thousands tens of thousands like ten thousand steps or whatever i don't know like it would be so many and i was like wow like i was yeah every day was so energetic so like action-packed kind of some days were more chill than others but yeah it was like an awesome experience and definitely yeah it was awesome were you taking like mostly design courses then or what was that Mm -hmm. like were they like impressive or um they were actually It wasn't like they weren't like intimidating. They were like I had an awesome studio professor, um, Mathieu. Right. Like he's incredible. He's super talented. Um, he's a Czech um, graphic designer and industrial Damn. designer, <laughs> and um, he's so so talented. And he was excellent. And um, he was really intelligent, but also he was like really chill at the same time. <laughs> nice. So it was so nice to kind of get that kind of like refreshing, like, cause uh, professors I've had in the past have kind of not been like that. Right. So, um, it was so nice to have him and yeah, I had studio class. I had a design history class Oh, cool! and I also took astronomy cause I need to fill my other nice. science GEP. That's cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Do they know um, like, that you guys are basically on vacation? Is it like a vacation <laughs> with class or is it like, are they still going as hard as they do in the normal semesters? Um, it's, it's, uh, it, it depends. Cause I mean, my classes, I'm going to, I'm going to be like truthful. Like they're not like, they weren't that hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd say like, if you were like an engineering major or something and there was like i think a couple guys right. that were in like mechanical engineering or something that oh, were fuck. with us and like <laughs> they were literally in a class and it was literally just the two of them and the professor because <laughs> literally all of us are design students that's kind of cool though <laughs> yeah so i assume i assume their work was different but again like no matter what major you are like your classes over there are not going to be that hard like nc right. state like goes through the trouble to like adjust the curriculum so it's like not intense like work every single day like most of my work for most of my classes especially studio like studio was really long and went really late at night which I wasn't a fan of because I'm more (laughs) of a morning person actually but um like I would always get all my work done in class I never worked on anything outside of class not on the weekends or anything that's right that's super yeah it was was, great what was it like when like how much did you pack when you went there? Just like one suitcase? <laughs> was it enough? Oh, of you course you're going to bring this up and bags. make me feel horrible about myself. Oh, but, so you, you packed know. a lot. <laughs> yes. Um, actually, I was able to pack less than I originally planned. Cause, so I brought a huge 
um, suitcase that I checked. It's like massive. It like goes up to like my hip or like probably <laughs> <Nice>. high. Um, <laughs> so I packed that full of clothes and I used like those, um, my friend actually recommended them to me. They're like the suction bags. Oh yeah. The um, vacuum that like bag. oh, decompress right, right. your clothes. So you, you really packed you that really packed, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Like, I mean, guys, like I made sure, yeah, I packed that big suitcase. I had a smaller kind of carry on size suitcase and then I had my backpack going there. But then coming back, I actually bought a duffel bag there. Um, so I'd have extra luggage. Smart, <laughs> so I yeah. checked those two suitcases. And then I had the one duffel bag and then my backpack. Um, right. But yeah, but like I made sure to prioritize packing clothes because like in Europe, it's insane. Like I people had t- told me this before and I totally like understood. But it, you don't really realize it until you get there. Like Americans dress so differently from Europeans. It's true so yeah, different crazy. like what i'm wearing now literally like a sweatshirt and leggings like i would never wear outside yeah. in prague ever right like unless i was like really feeling horrible that day or something <laughs> like really hung over or something like no like nice. i like everyone not just me like literally everyone like we all like went so hard every day right. of course we're all like design people too so we're like artsy yeah. or whatever but like yeah. we like everyone went so hard with their outfits and i thought it was so <laughs> fun because like I don't know. It was like fun, like every day, like really dressing up. Cause like when you're back on campus at state, it's like whatever. Yeah. Know? It's right. way more regular. So yeah, I packed so many clothes. So Everyone's many clothes. just ready for an Instagram photo at all oh, times. You have Europe. to be, you literally have to, <laughs> especially on the weekends when you like travel somewhere, especially yeah. like you have to plan your outfits out. You have to make sure you don't wear the same thing that you wore last <laughs> weekend in Barcelona or else you're going to have a million pictures of the same outfit. God. You gotta like, <laughs> you gotta all these things. It, it really I, it was hard it was hard because i obviously couldn't bring my whole wardrobe and i have a lot of clothes so right. <laughs> yeah it's hard to plan that out <laughs> i kind of like that i like yeah. dressing up like well, all the time actually this is funny yeah, this is not comparable <laughs> at all no, this is not but last night last night we dressed up in blazers to go to the grocery store <laughs> wait really yeah <laughs> just for fun because we don't that's great like we just look like shit all the time we're just at home you know yeah. we don't dress up so we figured yeah. fuck it well, yeah, um, <laughs> but I do like nice dressing up, I think, for the most part. Yeah, um, I don't know. It makes everyone look way cooler, honestly. Well, it was bad because we were walking around and it made me feel like I kind of had money. <laughs> so I just start grabbing stuff like, damn, OK, yeah. Three packs of Oreos. Sure. Yeah, it gives you the confidence. Exactly. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Kind of um, in the same way, like just dressing like that in Europe, like it just just the way you like dress and like getting ready and then just like being in that sort of like really busy like fun city environment you just feel like a completely not like completely different person but you just feel like energized and like confident and I just like was so oh my god it was great like I loved I loved being there and you know I felt like I had like a different like alter uh, alternative like life or something. <laughs> right. I don't know. I, it was weird. I just it was so fun, and I was just like, I, no, I never I... have lived in a busy place like that before, like a city right. like that. I mean, I've been to New York a million times, but I've never like lived in. Yeah, a place living like that. in a city is so different. I kind of had a similar experience when I worked in Chicago. God, here he goes. I oh, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's like that's nowhere near the same level. I mean, it's a big city, but it's like it's not Europe. Yeah, but, but still, every day, like every time I went in the city, I, I just dressed better, and that was just mm-hmm. America. <laughs> like I can't even imagine <laughs> Europe. Yeah, like, it's all just of a like, sudden, things that didn't yeah. matter at NC State 
kind of matter now or i know it's weird i felt the same way like i felt like i was focusing on so many other things more than what i did like normally at state right weird like uh, yeah it's just like also like the cultural adjustment too is something you also kind of need to like focus on and like adjust to which you don't obviously have to do at home um was there a big difference between like you guys and people from prague or like culturally or were they quiet oh, i don't nice. know what's the oh, deal yeah. <laughs> also how wait do is english wide spoken there much or not um, yeah yeah um so a lot of um especially the younger czech yeah, people sure. they have to take english in um, like all through elementary school and high school um and right. some even like you know continue like using it in college and stuff mostly like so the university um nc state partners with in prague is called charles university it's basically like one of the harvards of europe actually oh damn so um yeah (laughs) yeah it's really cool um yeah the students are super cool super cool and um so yeah they all for the most part know english i know for some universities like you have to know english to get in right um because just so important um and everything so yeah um, most people spoke english i mean like, we took a little introductory, like, Czech language and culture course when we first oh, cool, got there. Yeah. It lasted, like, a week or whatever. And we <laughs> learned, like, Sick. basic things. <laughs> it was great. Like, that was, like, our second full week there. And we're just, like, in this class, like, learning, like, Czech and whatever. And our teacher was super nice. She was, like, the sweetest lady. And, like, it was kind of interesting. It was, it was fun. But yeah, Czech is a hard language like so hard because it's um, a slavic language so it's like very different from english yeah oh my god it's rough it's rough but um it's definitely fun it was fun you know learning something new like that i liked it so and how how are their people different like are they (laughs) what makes them different yeah are they nice people Yeah, for the most part, they are. Um, you, you know, if confident. you no, well, like it depends. Like if you're in, <laughs> if you're in Prague, then everyone's usually, you know, for the most part, pretty nice. It's just the difference comes when you either a like leave Prague because that's when people start speaking less English and they're less right. tolerant of like tourists and stuff. Sure, and then yeah. like B, like most of the time, if you go to like a nicer restaurant, you'll get like really good like service, like food service, right. like waiters, waitresses, whatever. But, I mean, if you just go to, like, some chill, like, restaurant or whatever, like, you know, the, it, at least compared to the U.S., like, the servers will not be as, like, you know, <laughs> nice and, like, you know, compassionate towards you or, like, you know. Right. Um, that was one thing I really noticed because, like, I worked as, like, a server, like, in high school and, like, throughout college and stuff. And I remember, like, my boss is always being, like, you know, be nice, like, do, like, whatever, like, you know, the customer wants or whatever. But, like. Oh, Even man. in, like, other places in Europe, people are like, you know, fuck you. Like, you know, yeah. like, we're just trying to get our money because, like, their, your, like, their tip is included in your yeah. bill. Oh, really? So, That's like, nice. yeah. So, you, I mean, are already tipping them already. So, okay. like, they, you know, yeah, like, they can't really do anything. You can't really do anything if they treat you badly. It's like, oh, well, you're already <laughs> tipping them, you know. So. Being a server was one of the worst jobs I ever had, I yeah. think. I don't know about for you, Holly, but where I worked, like... Mm-hmm. It was a place that actually went out of business while I was there. Nice. It was my first job, so I worked there for five months, and then oh. <laughs> and then they closed down. Wait, wait, that's so weird. Cause I, not my first serving job, but like one of my other ones. That yeah. same thing happened to me. I worked there for like a summer, and then they ended up closing down that winter. Nice. It was so like disappointing. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, man, did I just get fired? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah but some oh, people that right. would come into there oh they made me so angry I bet. jesus oh, it was so hard to like be nice all the time mm-hmm. yeah but that's it, like it, that's the standard here in the united states I think, yeah yeah 
but like i mean yeah like no no i yeah it's definitely different um but i mean like it's not like every server in prague or like anywhere in europe is like gonna be mean to you it's just that it's more like you know common i guess culturally it's just Um, different i guess yeah yeah Yeah. but overall the czech people are they're very reserved they're not like Hmm. mean but they're very reserved they're not as obviously as like outgoing as americans so i remember one of the things our um advisors would tell us because they kind of gave us like you know um tips and stuff like how to act in public yeah yeah (laughs) so we don't like look like total crazy crackheads or whatever but like (laughs) um so one of the things is like on the trams and on the metro i feel like it's more on the trams than the metro and it depends on the time of day but um most of the time if you go on the tram or the metro you cannot like speak at all or like you you do speak like very quietly or else people will get angry with you i heard that i actually read an article because like the older people is it czechia now no no it's just the czech republic the older people there are um like they're very very conservative and they do Mm -hmm. not talk at all Jesus. And they yeah. were angry at the younger people because yeah. they kind yeah, of they kind of talk on the train, yeah. but not that's, really. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to get into. So yeah, it depends on the people, but it depends on the time of day. Because if you take one of the night trams and it's like Friday or Saturday, yeah, like all the time. younger Czech people are going to be on there like drunk as shit, and like <laughs> it's it's a fun time. It's fun, but like if it's like you know, like some nights it's not like that though. Like I remember one night we were all going out. And it was, like, a big group of us, right? And, of course, it's, like, mostly girls, like, me and, like, all my friends and stuff. And we get on the tram. And, oh, my God, my friends were being so loud. Like, I was actually not that <laughs> drunk yet. So I was, like, come on, guys. Like, chill. But, like, they were being so loud. And the tram was, like, kind of, like, not that full. So, like, pe- the people that were on the tram were, like, being pretty quiet. Right. And we were just being so loud. And speaking <laughs> English so loud. And I was, like, oh, my God. Like, we're probably annoying the crap out of these people. <laughs> But like it's just how it is sometimes. It's vacation. Like, you know. It's okay. It doesn't matter. <laughs> like I'm, I'm so probably used to it. it. But, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. That's def- yeah. They're definitely more reserved, quiet. Um, but they're very, very nice. Very nice people. That's um, good. I definitely enjoyed being there and like learning like the culture and stuff like that from them and like all of our advisors except for one. She's the director of the program. Like are Czech and they speak fluent Czech and they live in Prague. Um, right. Yeah, and we also took cooking classes, and our oh, cooking oh, teacher um, lives in um, the Czech Republic, and she was so nice, and she, like, she worked as, like, a chef a few times, but she was more of, like, um, an at-home, like, yeah. cook or whatever. Like, she wasn't, like, super, like, professional, like, high up, but, like, right. she just had a lot of, like, experience, and, like, she learned so many recipes, like, through her family and everything like she was just so talented and she yeah really (laughs) like we cooked authentic czech food and like it was really good and i really appreciate they like let us take those classes like how would you rate your cooking skills (laughs) (laughs) um it's weird because like um i guess europeans in general but like specifically czech people cook in different ways than americans do very different um so it was interesting to kind of see how she did things um she never followed a recipe. She just, like, you know, went off, like, whatever she thought of or whatever. And That's a professional. That is a professional. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, it was crazy. And, like, instead of, like, measuring cups, she uses a scale, which I think some oh, other right. Europeans do, yeah. too. But I, like, didn't really know that. And I thought that was kind of cool. Um, huh. She had, like, this really cute scale. She's like, yes, this is my grandma's. And we were like, oh, my God. <laughs> 
<laughs> but um, yeah, we made so many good things. And that's the thing about Czech food. It's like, it's very hearty and um, like really filling food. And right. like they, they cook like a lot of vegetables and stuff, but it's mostly like starches and like meat and stuff. Um, but mm. yeah, it's like that very hearty so food. And they don't use like a lot of spices spices so like some people hmm. were complaining like oh, this food's too bland blah blah <laughs> but like that's just like how you know their right. um, food and like their culture is um not bland but like they don't use like <laughs> a lot of spices in their food <laughs> <laughs> it's but yeah food. holly that's hates the check people <laughs> that's what i'm saying it sounds dank though i love hearty food <laughs> yeah no it's so good um <clears throat> Yeah, like traditional dishes that we made, we made, um, they love soups. Soups are a huge thing there. So we made garlic soup. Um, we made like this really yummy, like mushroom dill soup or something. It was like, it was really good. Um, we made potato pancakes. They love those there. Um, those are so delicious. Good. I like yes. That. We actually ate yes. those the other night. Oh yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, the way we made them, they turned out so good. Um, and yeah, the <laughs> dumplings are a huge thing. They're not like you know, huh. dumplings like they're like the bread dumplings. They're like yeah. round. Yeah, they're not right. like dumplings with like stuffing in them. <laughs> right. Because that's a different part of the world. But um, yeah, so like the like round bread dumplings, those are really good. Those are with um, goulash, which is like another hmm. traditional yeah. dish. That's like the main dish that you can get like at any Czech restaurant there um yeah but they're yeah their food it's definitely different it takes a little bit to get used to but it's not bad like it's really good and like i know like all the upperclassmen that i talked to like before going there they're all like once you get back like there are going to be times where you're just sitting at home and you are just craving <laughs> czech food and you just don't know what to do <laughs> because <laughs> nice. it's so just true. such a weird craving and you're just like yeah. what the heck and then yeah. you don't know what to do but yeah Damn, but overall awesome. yeah so such good food there and like not just czech food but like i mean we only cooked czech food in the cooking class but within prague oh my god so many different like restaurants of so many different cultures and everything it was just so cool being able to like experience all of that and everything um definitely a lot of vietnamese restaurants really good vietnamese restaurants huh, um and, interesting what a yeah there's a strong um vietnamese like um culture there and everything with the people there that like live there in prague um, right yeah, so good. Um, so many, uh, like, Italian, like, um, really yeah. good pizza. <laughs> I, I was so nice. sad that Italy wasn't going to work out for us. Right. Like, Man. <laughs> but, but pizza was really good in Prague, really good. <laughs> I mean, that was my experience in Europe, like, yeah. when I went for one time, too. Just, like, the food there is so much fresher, it seems like. And oh even in God. restaurants, I don't know why. It, yeah. I don't know if it's just, like, me being dumb and just thinking in my head that i'm in a different country the food's better here yeah or something Could i don't be know that. but no yeah no it, no but you're not is. wrong yeah no you're not wrong because they use a lot less like processed things i think um, so, yeah right? in general Probably. and like they love using fresh vegetables and right. if you go to their grocery store actually like you don't find like a lot of like packaged goods like you find like in the u.s mm -hmm. they normally just sell like fresh produce fresh meat cheese stuff like that that's cool um but yeah yeah it was really it was yeah. fun going grocery shopping <laughs> stressful the first couple times because you don't know what anything means but like <laughs> i mean you get Whatever. used to it after a while they have the self-checkouts that you can do in english and stuff so that oh, helps. nice that's good um, that but, is super yeah. nice what was it like i know you did like a fair amount of traveling too just outside mm -hmm. in europe yeah. what was it like traveling was it cheap too or what where'd you go everything yeah so it was super cheap to travel um it depends on where you were traveling to but um 
if you were closer to the Czech Republic, it was super cheap. I remember, um, so, well, first we went to Barcelona. Like, that was our first, like, big trip out of the Czech Republic, because yeah. prior to that, we just went to a couple other, like, town cities within the Czech Republic, which are, was really fun. We just took, like, the train or, like, a bus, and it was, like, super cheap. I remember the train ticket was, like, $2, like, $2 U.S. dollars, <laughs> because, like, one Czech crown... Um, they use crowns, that's their currency. One, or like, no, it's, I think it's 20 Czech crowns is about equal to one US dollar. Wow. Jeez. So, and yeah, what, the dollar's what can you worth get a for lot like there. 20 crowns. Um, a decent amount of things, like smaller things. Right. But um, I mean, like, that train ticket was probably like 40 or 50 crowns because it's like $2. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's yeah, awesome. like within the Czech Republic, stuff is really cheap. Um, and even going outside the Czech Republic, um, is really cheap too when we went to barcelona we flew there so that was like a little bit more expensive obviously but the flight was only like a hundred dollars what'd you think Um, of barcelona did you like it i barcelona was my favorite trip nice it was my favorite trip i was i was not expecting it to be but i loved it there Um, it's a beautiful place Oh my god! I just wish it was like not the winter time when we were sure there. right. <laughs> but but it was still a lot warmer than Prague and really oh I awesome. bet yeah yeah. Where, where'd you guys go in it? Did you go to La Sagrada Familia and everything? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we went there. We went. To Did you guys Park go inside well. that? No, there was a huge line. To yeah, get in. huge line, and we were like, I mean. I mean, we would love to go inside, but like we were kind of doing a lot that day, so we just kind of like walked around the outside and um, took okay. a lot of pictures <laughs> and stuff. But <laughs> so I studied abroad in, in Valencia, and we went to over the summer, and we went to Barcelona. Yeah. And the funniest thing I thought about La Sagrada Familia is that right next to it, there's a Five Guys, and it's like, what? Why is there Five Guys right there? <laughs> no, there's a McDonald's right there too, because we yeah, stopped like... at that McDonald's because we needed Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah it, w- it was a weird thing yeah but park Aguel is super cool too especially oh, i loved park well because it's I so high mm-hmm. and you can see the whole city but that was yeah sick. i love park well i just wish we went a little earlier in the morning or some time when it was like less busy obviously it was the weekend when we went so like it was right. gonna be busy but like and also the big bench um that's in Parkwell, the well, the colorful one by Gaudi. I think that's the architect that like made yeah, the park. Right. Um, love him, by the way. Love him. Like <laughs> literally, La Sagrada Familia, yeah. like all that stuff. So mm-hmm. cool. We learned about him in our history class. So that's nice. I was like, love him. <laughs> but um, so that bench is insane. It like wraps around this whole big area, but like yeah. literally three quarters of it was like blocked off because they were doing construction. Because obviously it was like the off season. Because huh. like what February yeah, or whatever. Winter, yeah, so. yeah. I guess that makes sense. Which that, that kind of sucked. So like it was so funny they right. had like this small section of the bench open just for tourists and there's this enormous line yeah people are waiting in to take pictures and i waited in that line because i wanted my goddamn picture (laughs) on that goddamn bench (laughs) and i did and i posted on instagram and i was so happy but yeah (laughs) that's good (laughs) yes but yeah like i love parkwell yeah and then i my other favorite place we went was um obviously the beach because i love the beach the beach was awesome yeah um and then we went um, at sunset, we went to the bunkers, to Carmel or whatever. I think that's, what, yeah, they're like, it's like higher this. up than Park Well. Really? And you have to like, it's like a hike to get up there. Like, I bet. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. we had to take like this bus thing to like yeah. get all the way up there. And then we had to like hike up like this hill or whatever. It was so, it was, it was tiring, but like we were trying to get up there before like the sunset started <laughs> nice. getting really free. It was like pictures, pictures. <laughs> we, like, run, we run up and then there's so many people up there. Cause like yeah. what people do is that like, they get like picnic blankets and like wine and like food and stuff and they like 
picnic on the bunkers and like they watch the sunset and yeah that was really fun but i'm talking so much barbell so learn because i just love it so much like (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was like damn like if it like i really wish you know i could spend more time there because i loved it um but yeah it was definitely my favorite trip but that was definitely one of our more expensive trips just because like they use the euro and the euro um is a little bit more than the dollar yeah it's pretty much like the dollar almost right so yeah it's just worse. like slightly more yeah, yeah. like yeah <laughs> um but, so that was rough but like for the most part barcelona was like reasonably priced um uh nothing was like soup like we tried to go to like pretty like you know normal priced like places and everything but the sangria yeah. oh boy <laughs> oh yeah that so that's all we good. drank in spain <laughs> i know oh my god it was so good i was not expecting it to be that good but it was so good yeah um but yeah, definitely really cool. So that was our first like big trip. And then the ne- I traveled basically like every weekend, Sick. like except for like the first two weekends because that's when we went like just places in the Czech Republic because we had excursions through like right, the program. Yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, then the next weekend after Barcelona, we went to Budapest and we actually Whoa. ended up like traveling to Budapest. Um, like, so we took a bus. So there's this big, there's a couple of big bus companies that like go throughout Europe. Okay. Um, there's like Flixbus and um regioja i think um <laughs> interesting yeah yeah um they're really cheap and they can they go like overnight so we took a overnight bus oh, to Budapest. that doesn't sound so, too fun <laughs> <laughs> it was not it was not my my preferred way of traveling for sure but um we took it overnight it was like a six hour drive um from prague to budapest oh that's and, not that bad though no. yeah we left at like 1 a.m <laughs> Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, it was so. It's so rough. It's so hard to sleep on those buses, but you gotta yeah. do what you gotta do. Yeah, like the tickets are like thirty U.S. dollars, like round trip. Yeah, so like right. you just Worth gotta it. do that. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So we hopped on that bus. You know, rode it for six hours to Budapest. We got to Budapest literally before the sun was even like rising. <laughs> like, oh god! And That's we cool. literally had to sit at the bus station until the trams started like going because the trams didn't start going until like six a.m. or something. Right. Um. <laughs> And that was, like, we got there, like, a little bit before then. Um, so then we were, like, riding these empty trams. And it was, like, really weird at first. Huh. We were kind of sketched out. But then, you know, we got to, like, the central part of the city right when the sun was rising. We saw, like, the river, um, the Danube River, I think yeah. it's called, that goes through there. And, like, the sun was rising. So pretty. Love Budapest was definitely interesting at first. I was kind of, like, it was a little weird. But, like... Budapest, like, it grows on you. Like, once you're there for, like, longer than a couple days, you're like, oh, my God, this place is so cool. Right. Like, so cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I love Budapest. Um, loved a lot of stuff there, especially the Ruin Bars. So cool. The These, Ruin like, Bars? Really, yeah, what is, really, what is that? So there's a couple of them in Budapest. We went to the most popular one, and we actually couldn't get in the first night because there was like, a line going down the whole entire street. Huh. Um, but it – um. It's called like Skimsla Kurt or something like that. Oh, I and know, it's basically just the place. Like these old. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, it's um, it they're basically like in these super old buildings. It's like hard to explain without seeing a picture. Sure, yeah. It's like these really old, exposed like stone brick buildings that they turn into bars. Oh, oh that's, that's cool. Sick. And, and they're. And there's, like, multiple levels. This right. bar is huge. And, it, of course, it's, like, packed, like, every yeah. hour of yeah. every day, right? It's so cool. And the way they decorate it is, like, super funky and cool. Um, 
and they have like so many like plants and like really interesting like little trinkets like there was this one room in the bar that had like all these old like computer monitors just just had the same like static playing it was weird but it was so cool it was definitely the coolest bar i've ever been to in my life but like it was yeah that was definitely (laughs) a really cool cool. part of going there yeah budapest is so cool and like they use like another currency too that's like even like less than the crowns it's like i think they're called forints and like there's like a thousand something forints to the U.S. dollar or something like oh that. Oh my so god! Sh- shit is so cheap there too. Um, yeah, Budapest is great. Then after Budapest, we went to um, I think yeah, that's when we went to Vienna. Um, nice. Vienna, yeah, Vienna was a shorter bus ride, but we kind of did the same thing overnight bus ride. Yeah, right. Still not the greatest thing, you know. Got there. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Vienna was really pretty. Um, I, I, love, I Vienna. love Vienna. Yeah. yeah, I really wish the weather was better when we were there because it was like kind of cloudy and like one day it was like super windy. We literally felt like we were gonna like blow away. But like, um, it was really cool. So I was like surprised. The a big thing there are like greenhouses and like huh. the Palmen House is really po- a big popular thing. It's like in a big park, um, and they have multiple greenhouses with like different types of like tropical wildlife and then they have like desert one with like cactus and stuff like that and like i mean like i definitely loved all the pretty buildings there but like to me those are like the that was the coolest thing there (laughs) yeah i like took so many bomb ass pictures of those (laughs) things like it was great so great um yeah it was so fun what (laughs) did you have a schnitzel there no we ended up not getting that because like some of my friends just don't like 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 stuff like that or whatever and i was like oh my god whatever so um but i did get um what did i get they also like have goulash there that's the same as like the czech kind of different than the czech goulash but like similar yeah um i remember getting that there but like another thing in vienna is like their cafes and like i'm a huge cafe like not i love cafes (laughs) and like but their cafes are not like you know cute little like american cafes like like liquid state or like dubai it's like these old like really (laughs) yeah they're our sponsor. Like, um, they're like these old, like antique looking, like really ornate, like elaborate buildings with like <laughs> just so pretty on the inside. And their cafes, they like look like yeah. a freaking like palace or something right. in their cafes. And we went to so many of those because like, and like they're because like they're less expensive than like normally a normal restaurant for yeah. like some things. So we ended up going there for like a lot of our meals, like <laughs> breakfasts and lunches and stuff, and so good nice that's so cool oh, i mean yeah. like just everything there has history that it's, everything there is just way older than united states buildings like <laughs> yeah it's true yeah it's it was just so crazy when when we went to see the um the Habsburg palace especially oh that um, must have been cool oh my god it was so insane because like we, we like what what i definitely recommend like if you guys ever like i don't know if you guys will ever study abroad again <laughs> never mind but like anyone know, that let's is not going talk to about study it. abroad <laughs> that like especially if you're going for like a short time like literally just a weekend like i know it seems kind of annoying and touristy but take a walking tour because huh, so many european cities have free walking tours that literally you just sign up for online you just show up and then like right. you get to like you know learn things that you probably wouldn't have known just walking around or whatever That's and like cool. some people are like oh it's like a waste of time or whatever you can just like look it up but like it really isn't because like a lot of the tour guides are like locals and they're super like knowledgeable about history and like current things that are going on so you learn so much from them and it was just really cool especially with our tour guide in vienna because he was telling us like 
there's like a certain balcony like on the Habsburg Palace where like Hitler like once stood like over like a crowd of like people like talking and stuff and there's like pictures of him standing there and like I mean there's a million other places like that in Europe but like for some reason me just standing there and like him telling me that I mean like looking at that balcony and like imagining it I was like what the hell I was like that's crazy and like just so many other things like that not only in Vienna but like all the other places we visited there was like you know so much history like and it's so fascinating and definitely like go on tours like go yeah. on walking tours that's like and all that, I can that is a good recommendation i agree because like i've definitely been in cities like i was in san francisco one time and i did not know what to do there yeah and san francisco <laughs> is just a really hilly city so yeah. i was just walking around wandering not knowing what i was doing and just like walking up and down these mountains in the middle of the city and it was just yeah. it was just one sweaty time like nice. hill after hill after hill it was yeah. not fun i did not enjoy it and then also pro tip if you take the walking tour in the beginning of your trip then you get all the big locate or some of the big locations out of the way the ones that are least near each other and then you can also learn about places to go like after the tour so like the tour guides like give so many suggestions for like restaurants bars clubs stuff like that and like that definitely helped a lot like with us like going all these places only like being there for a few days right Um, so yeah definitely then what was it like once things kind of started going south or I mean, <laughs> yeah were you so, guys like aware of it the whole time yeah or did, or did we, it all of a sudden just happen in like a one week period or two week period? it was it was weird because like looking back on it now i'm like oh my god why was i so stupid like why didn't i realize like this was so bad but like considering like at the time where i was then it like makes more sense to like why I was not as scared because so we went to Vienna and then we got back and then what, um, what when was that like around so what kind of date? that was like the end of February because the first week in March um I stayed in Prague I didn't travel anywhere that week right. because that's when my boyfriend came to visit me um because that was his spring break because he goes to a different school oh, okay, yeah. um so he came and that's visited early me spring break, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So he came and visited me and that was super fun. Like we were kind of worried about it um, because I mean, like obviously his parents were like a little like worried about it because that's when it started getting like really bad in Italy. I remember when it first like started getting bad in Italy, like people were literally just coming back from Milan. Like people had just been in Milan. Yeah. And that's like the like that was the start of it in yeah. Italy, and like people like the, the, then we were like kind of getting scared, like uh, you know, like uh, maybe this isn't that that good. But then we're like ah whatever, like because like in Prague it was never like really bad ever, right, and like yeah. it still isn't bad there. Like they're starting to open stuff up in May already because it was huh, wow. like they really like hunkered down and um there was never really like it was never really really extreme there even in the beginning um so yeah it was mainly italy at the time that was like really struggling so after that whole like like after those people got back from milan and like it was getting closer to our spring break like in like when we were going into march right. um pe- like our directors like said we can't you know go to italy like for spring break so sure. i know people like that had planned trips to italy for spring break had to cancel everything and replan go Jeez. somewhere else and everything Damn. Yeah, so, yeah, my boyfriend came to visit me the first week in March. Um, We just stayed in Prague. We didn't go anywhere. So it was, like, kind of okay. Like, it was kind of, like, in the back of our heads, but, like, we didn't really weren't really too freaked out about like the only time i was really scared about was like going to the airport to like pick him up and like drop him off and stuff i was just like literally like bathing (laughs) us in like hand sanitizer (laughs) of course he's like oh my god stop and i'm like no (laughs) but like um yeah so and you're still having classes and stuff during this time or yeah 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 like i 
I went to a studio, but, like, a couple of other my classes I just kind of, like, skipped because it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could make up the work. Um, but I, it was crazy thinking about thinking about it now because, like, that was my last week of classes there. Jeez. Huh. Right. Yeah. Ever. Because right. after, like, literally the day my boyfriend Justin left, he left on the March 7th mm-hmm. um, to go back to the U.S. That's when I left with my roommate. A Natasha to go to Paris for okay. spring break. Right. And this is when stuff starts <laughs> yeah. going downhill. Yeah. <laughs> it like, went downhill really quick. It did. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's weird, like, thinking about it because, like, before I went, like, the whole week leading, like, ju- like my boyfriend, like, Justin, like, he'll agree to this, like, the whole week before going to um, Paris, me and Natasha, like, we both had, like, weird feelings. We were, like, right. not really, like, super excited, which was weird because, like, huh. France was, like, a high up on my list because my mom actually lived in France for two years and studied abroad in France for two years so like that was like my top place to go and I was just like not feeling it it was weird I was like I had like this weird feeling in my gut like maybe I shouldn't go like coronavirus is starting to get like a little bit worse and it's starting to like you know be go into France and stuff and like all these other countries and I'm like you know what we already had booked the tickets we already had booked the trains and stuff that we were going to take to go other places in france we were like whatever we're just gonna go so i went to the airport with justin on the 7th march 7th and then i just stayed at the airport and then natasha met me at the airport and then we flew to paris jeez okay yeah got to paris got to paris like kind of later in the evening ish and then you know had to like the paris transportation system oh my god like it's great but also for someone just getting there for the first time and not knowing what the hell to do it's yeah. so scary and confusing especially getting from the airport to like the inner part of the city because oh, well, like, that paris airport is, is crazy huge. right oh no that's like i like i thought newark was bad newark yeah. is like my least favorite airport ever because like it's so gross <laughs> and i hate it yeah. but like the paris airport was literally like insane so insane and especially with like everything going on with like coronavirus like still stuff was like really insane they were so busy and like we were all so scared like oh my god what if we actually get coronavirus (laughs) we're like whatever you know (laughs) so at that time like nobody really knew much about it yeah (laughs) yeah like not really as much as what we do now. Yeah, for sure. Like even like still in Europe, people were like <laughs> not really paying attention to it. Right. Especially yeah. like even like especially in Paris, people were still like you know going as they do normal everyday things. You know, like right. everything was still like so busy and stuff when we were there. Um, but yeah, we got into the inner part of the city to like go to like our hostel where we were staying, and um, it took like a long time to get from the airport to the inner part of the city, like sure. taking the um train. Um, but we eventually got there and we just kind of like spent the time like checking the hostel, like, you know, getting stuff situated. Um, we didn't really do much when we first got there. We just kind of like found some place for dinner real quick. Um, and then like got back and like started planning stuff for the next day. Um, so the next day, <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> this day was probably the most and- stressful day in my entire life. What day entire was this? Life. What day of March was this? So this was March 8th. Yeah. Okay. You got it. I was like, wait a second. But Diego's on top of things. He is on top of things. Follow the story. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, March 8th, infamous day. So actually the beginning of March 8th was actually really fun because we got up early and that was, that's when the Louvre had just reopened because it was closed for like a few days, like prior to when we were there. But of course, like when we were there, just like reopened again. We're like, wow, this is great. Not not closed because of the virus though. Closed for. No, it was closed because of the virus because like they they were kind of scared. Yeah, they were kind of scared at first, but then they're like, ah, I guess this isn't that bad. So then they reopened it. Huh. What the? Interesting. <laughs> but that's I mean, weird. good thing for us, right? Yeah, yeah that's great for you all. 
Give me a money's worth. That. That's really like funny. <laughs> yeah. That's actually so, really funny. That's, that's weird. Yeah, that's very weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess we got lucky in that regard, but the rest of the day wasn't so lucky. But anyway, so um, we got into the Louvre and really early, and students get into the Louvre for free if you're a college student, hey. as long as long as you're studying abroad and you have a visa that you can show them. Um, you get in for free, which is great. Um, but like otherwise, like the tickets aren't like, super expensive. But it's like the Louvre, like you have to go there. Yeah. So um, yeah. <laughs> we literally walked in the Louvre, went straight beeline to the Mona Lisa because we're nice. like, we gotta get this over with. We gotta see it. <laughs> I was not expecting it to be that small. That's what everyone that's what, says. It's so yeah. small. The Mona Lisa is like this <laughs> compared yeah. to this wall. Basically, no, no. It literally is like you are not wrong. It literally is the size of like a tabloid poster. Yeah. And like I was <laughs> a red eye poster. <laughs> so we saw it, and like it's in this huge like glass wall box thing, and there's like literally like ropes and like a line, and like security guards sitting in front of it, and then there's a line in front of it that you can wait in to take a picture like close to it right. or in front of it, because like otherwise they don't let you like super close to it. Right. And like. Me and Natasha are like, okay, do we really want to wait in this line? <laughs> yeah. They're like, nah. So we just kind of like went in on the side and like kind of like, you know, took a picture of it from the side. Nice. It was just as good. Like, yeah. it was fine. Right. So we're like, okay, that's done. So then we just kind of like saw other parts of the museum and stuff. It was really cool. Really extraordinary things like to see there. Like, they have like some of the best art like in the world there. It was just like so crazy to see that. Um, and uh, so, imagine. yeah. 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 We spent a lot of time there um, and we left and we got lunch and then we just kind of were like walking around for a little bit went to a couple shops and stuff went to a couple really cool thrift stores um then that's when stuff started going south so we went to so (laughs) one of the most famous malls in paris and like one of the older ones is the um galleries lafayette mall okay and it's beautiful on the inside it has like this beautiful colorful dome ceiling Huh, and cool. it has multiple floors that like go around like kind of like a circle ish yeah. and it was so cool so we were in that mall and we kind of walked around for a little bit you know like saw the dome because there's like a little like walkway you can walk out so like here's the dome right and there's a walkway that goes out like this that you can walk out on and like see the whole dome like sure. around you it's really cool so we did that then so we um figured out a place to go to dinner and we're like okay we picked out a place and we would have to take the metro there so there's so many metro lines in paris and uh, like obviously um like some parts are underground some parts are above ground but like most of the stations are like underground so um the station at the mall the galleries lafayette mall is actually like the lower floor of the mall so you go to the lowest floor of the mall and then you walk out that's like the shoe department or something you walk out no that's like and, a cool thing about big cities when they have it yeah. really connected there right yeah it's it was really cool actually but i will forever hate that place <laughs> this is where it all happened so um we walked right out of the mall like right going so like um paris is kind of like new york city in this regard like to get into the metro you actually have to have like a card that you stick in and then take out and the little like kind of turning gate thing yeah, i don't yeah, know it's yeah. called like you have to go through you know yeah so when we were walking out of the mall it was like kind of busy um but we weren't like you know like elbow to elbow with people so i had like i had like a crossbody like purse on right. and i had i had mapped like to how to get to the restaurant like on my phone right and i was holding my phone in my left hand yeah and natasha was like kind of on the side of me she was going through the gate like right next to me right so i put my ticket in the gate still having the phone in my hand take it out i walk out of the gate and i put the ticket like back into my purse with my right hand i still have my phone in my left hand right 
And then we start, like, we literally walk down, like, two stairs to, like, get to, like, to get on the train or whatever. We walk down, like, two stairs, and then, like, Natasha asked me, like, oh, like, what stop are we getting off of, like, again? Or I was like, okay, yeah, I'll check. So I literally, like, went like this, and my hand was empty. I was like, Are you serious? What? <laughs> literally, I was so confused. Like, a lot was happening, so, like, it was hard for me to kind of, like, sure, tell there's a lot of what was going on, stuff. you know? Yeah. So at first I was just, like, confused. I'm like, oh, is it, like, in my purse like where is my phone so i like look at my purse like no obviously not my purse and i look like all over i'm like did i drop it i'm literally looking frantically looking like all over the train station and i like check my pockets and on my pockets i'm like natasha like where's my phone so i like (laughs) go on the other side of the gate i'm looking to see if i like dropped it on the floor anywhere but i'm like i did not drop it on the floor i would have known if i dropped it on the floor i would have made a noise like uh, like you know like i made like it was in my hand while i was going through the gate i know that for sure and i was like oh my god that's when i started like really freaking out i was like what the heck because it was like all coming full circle to me because like literally since we got into Prague, like there's not much like crime especially in Prague, that you have to worry about except for pickpockets and like that was something they mainly like really like (sighs) emphasized to us when we first got there to like be really careful about especially like on the trams and like getting onto the metros and stuff it's such a big deal there like even when i went to italy with my grandpa Mm-hmm. somebody tried to reach into my grandpa's pocket and my grandpa grabbed his arm while he was doing it oh my god i was god. like holy crap wow. my grandpa's cool as fuck <laughs> damn i wish i was that much of a savage like your grandpa i wish i could have like grabbed this guy and been like fuck you like that's oh my crazy god. I was so, but yeah it's yeah. everywhere yeah. yeah i don't know if it's everywhere mm-hmm. in europe but like i've experienced or like had a close experience with it and then i guess you experienced it in in barcelona we were there, you know the big market there's this one huge market mm-hmm. yeah, yeah so we, we were went in there, there. oh and yeah that's where the other place we were so scared of course like it didn't yeah, happen to well, me there but it happened to me in paris right so <laughs> we were <laughs> one of the girls i was with was like buying a fruit smoothie or something and she's right next yeah. to like the vendor and she has her purse just like right in front of her and she's just looking yeah. in it and the lady like freaks out she's like oh my god be careful please close that because of oh like pickpockets yeah, yeah it was nuts it's so yeah i i had never really like i was always so careful about it like that's the thing that really bothers me like i'm not trying to make me like feel like you know yeah on a high horse or anything but like i was just always really personally like paranoid about it like even in Prague, like every single day getting onto the tram i was so paranoid like i would have my phone in my pocket my hand inside my pocket holding my phone or like if i had a purse or something i like would zip it up inside my jacket and stuff like that and that's what i did in paris too i did all the same things but like this one time i guess like at first i like was confused i was like did someone take it or did i maybe drop it further back or something but then there was this other group of people that was near us and like they saw me frantically looking around so they kind of stayed because they they didn't speak great english so like we weren't really able to get a lot of information from them unfortunately yeah. but they said they're like oh like it, uh, like natasha was more like listening to them because i was like ah, but right, like, right, yeah. like they said like oh like he went like that way or something like he went that way they said and like he they pointed like out of the metro station wow. and we were like oh my god like my like i was like holy shit like someone just literally stole my phone right out of my hand that's crazy right out of my hand jesus i didn't even notice i didn't even notice so of course i start like literally having a panic attack and like yeah. we go to the information desk at the metro station we're like did like you guys like see anything like does anyone see anything and like, they're like no like we're sorry and like there were a couple people that stopped because they saw me freaking the fuck out yeah. and they're like what happened like you know and there was this like one guy that tried to help us because like he had like some police officer friends or something Huh. And like I was like, oh my god, like what do I do? Now? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So that 
that kicked off a crazy, crazy moment in that trip. I in like in my whole life, honestly, because I never had something like that, like stolen, like nothing. I've never like had anything right like, stolen hand. from me, especially like while I was there. Like that's so I, bold. I was so oh my goodness. crazy. Totally. Just do that out of somebody's hand. That's so bold. Mm-hmm. Like. they're so good at it too and like i didn't realize that but like in paris they're really really good it was probably like transition too like you're going through the gay and he just no that's where they catch people other way yeah yeah (laughs) yeah like if you guys like ever go to paris you have to be like 24 7 like aware of where your belongings are because they will literally like use certain strategies and tactics to like mess with your head and like make you because like this whole time like this was happening I, it was weird like normally I'm like you know a pretty observant person so like I kind of you know have aware of my surroundings but like in this moment for some reason it was like my brain was like turned off like it was just like blank yeah like all of a sudden like it just like happened and then all of a sudden like my mind was like turned on again it was it was a weird thing and like That's Natasha crazy. went through the same thing too because she was like she's like I didn't even see anyone like I was literally looking at you the whole time like I didn't see a single person like do anything That's right. just so it was a weird thing when you're like distracted yeah. by trying to do something you've never done before or whatever you don't even notice like <laughs> yeah. how like distracted you are and like how much you like lose like your senses until yeah. like something like that happens you're like how did I not like notice that this happened to me I right. was like so confused so yeah that's when everything kicked off we tried going to a million police stations so they were either too busy and couldn't like take us or they were closed because of coronavirus huh. wow <laughs> and i was like are you serious and how did that work with like like your plane <laughs> tickets or anything like that were they on your phone or what was the deal well i guess you could go to the desk right yeah fortunately like we could either have done that but like i had they were sent to my email so we had our tickets and everything like natasha just like logged onto my email thank god natasha brought her computer oh my <laughs> god because like i didn't bring my computer and but like she brought hers just in case because it was spring break we were going to be long or gone for a longer period of time right and honestly i thank her to this day for bringing her because <laughs> like that saved our lives because like um like she had her phone too like her phone was perfectly working fine but like she um this is also something that really we struggled with the whole time we were still in france until we got back to prague was so natasha had like a different data plan than i did because when we went abroad um we had to get new sim cards yeah and we used um a carrier called vodafone yeah and um vodafone um so they had two different types of plans and I had a different plan that gave me more data, but like Natasha had like a different plan where she had like less data and you would can like top up the data like when I, whenever or whatever, but she had yeah, not sure, like topped yeah. up the data or like didn't have enough to like, you know, top up the data like before we went to France. Um, so like I was mostly using my phone for everything because I had more data <laughs> yeah. and <laughs> my phone got snatched. So um, we were then using Natasha's phone for everything and um it was is she ran out of data so fast um so fast and right. it, it was hard it was hard because we'd literally go into like a mcdonald's or like something and yeah. use their wi-fi to get use the gps and then turn off the wi-fi like once we left and you like if you like hack if like you do that like you can still use the gps like even if you're not like connected to, yeah like, you can yeah, download google maps at that. very yeah. helpful so we we would always do that like if we need to go somewhere we'd stop in some in a place that had wi-fi and we'd get the maps or whatever and then we'd leave <laughs> nice that's what and, you gotta um, do. Google Maps has a feature where you can download the map of something. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah like yeah. So we also try to do that. Um, but yeah, um, so we tried going to all these police stations. Um, and we, I, I actually like, cause like I was on and off like with on the phone with my parents throughout this whole sure. thing, and they're trying to like deal with stuff like back at home, cause um, 
I got I got a new phone for Christmas and oh, um, my dad had sucks. Apple Care. Thank God, oh, um, he got like a new insurance plan. Um, and Apple Care is like one of the better ones because before we just had like a different one through AT and T, which was like really shitty. So we got <laughs> this new one. Like when I got when me and my sister got our new phones, and um, thank God we had that. Um, but they were being still really difficult, and my dad was getting so mad because um, apparently there's this thing like. At, and within like the contract for Apple Care, it only covers like stuff in the U.S. Sure. in some situations. Right. So, because my phone got stolen in France, at first they're saying like we don't cover that. You can't get a replacement. Weird. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so we were all so confused. So while my dad's like back in the U.S. like on the phone with like Apple Care, like we went to the Apple Store in Paris, right? And we're like, maybe we can figure something out here. Like I don't know. So we just went, and the late like the people there, like you know, a couple people didn't really speak the greatest English. So like right. I asked, like you know, like the, I asked to like see the manager, and the sp- manager at the store sp- spoke worse English. But she's like, <laughs> wait, wait. So she there's actually an employee there. She super nice. She's from like. Um, she speaks fluent English because she's American. She's from. She was really from like Alabama or something. What? She really comes. What? Up, she she's comes up. At she's, Apple. <laughs> she speaks French and Chinese, so she works at the wow. Apple Store and she speaks what a all savage. like savage. Okay. I know. She was literally the sweetest lady too. She was like literally like a mom. She was like, "It's okay, honey. Like you'll be fine. Like don't worry. This happens all the time. Like tourists come in all the time." But this happens. She's like, you're not the only one. Like, and I was like, but like, it literally got stolen right out of my hand. Like, I didn't leave it in my pocket. And she's like, it's okay. That literally happens all the time. And I was like, <gasps> and she's like, there's these certain groups of pickpocketers that literally they have a strategy. So like, she said that what probably happened was, like, as I was walking towards the gates, like at the metro, um, she said that they are in groups. So like, the people there's like a group, a couple men or women, or whatever. I don't know. But like, they sure. come up behind you and they're like pressuring you to like move faster because like it's sort it was sort of crowded but not really but like we were still kind of trying to move fast you know because it's just right. how it is yeah, yeah. big just city you know so <laughs> yeah so there so what she said they probably were behind me trying to push me like you know make me like go yeah. faster through the gate and then that was like you know messing with my head or whatever and then that's when like there's like a person on the other side that like when i had got just gone through the gate they, that's when they snatch it and then they like run off or whatever right and i was like wait that makes so much more sense now because like before i was just so confused to how it even happened but like she explained that to me and i was like wow like that's insane <laughs> like why don't more like that's so crazy that pe- people literally like she's telling me like people literally dedicate their lives to this shit right. like literally this is their day-to-day job this is how like they make their income so like yeah. they're literally professionals and it's insane because like i always like knew that like i was aware of it like people are really good at pickpocketing but like not that good <laughs> i was like <laughs> yeah stuff like that just yeah. doesn't happen in, at nc state or anything yeah. like that. It's just not even, close not, even in Amer- not like i mean i guess it happens in new york city but like whenever i go to new york city i'm not like super like insanely like worried about it as i was right. like traveling in europe you know it was weird like obviously in new york city i'm like sort of aware of it because you know it's a like a big place lots of people but like being like in paris especially like especially after my phone was stolen i was constantly like so anxious and stressed about it i was yeah. like oh my god because just so busy and there's so many people um yeah so lady at the apple store super nice um she said like she couldn't really give me a replacement phone just because of my plan was different and also iphones and apple products are manufactured differently like compared to like the u.s yeah. to like europe and other countries sure. so like technically the phone i had that i had purchased in the u.s is different like 
structurally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a yeah. I'm not a. Type, I don't know how that works. Signals, but yeah, yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that thing. She was explaining it to me, and I was like, oh, okay. So like, it, that's why like I wouldn't really technically be able to get a replacement there. Um, yeah. So I was like, I mean, it's fine. Like Natasha has a perfectly working phone. We're gonna protect it with our lives. Um, yeah. So, um, so then she's like, okay. Like then we. I was like on the phone with my dad more. Like talking about the apple care and he said like um they're just gonna put in like a, a, a like a complaint saying like or like um to file like that my phone was stolen there was just say like it was they're like you can file like that your phone was stolen like through apple care but you don't have to like technically disclose a location which is like kind of like a loophole huh. we found right in the i was system. just thinking the same thing i was like why does it yeah. matter where it yeah. was stolen so yeah. my dad literally just filed like this phone stolen and he's like like we don't know where you know it was just stolen basically yeah. so Sweet. um but like we still just need to make sure we had like a police report that's why we need to go to the police station because like a lot of the insurance like apple care and like other insurance policies on your phone you need like if your phone gets stolen you need to file a police report right. and give it to the insurance company so we of course like struggled to find police station that was even open so we didn't even actually find one until the next day which is actually the same day we went to see the eiffel tower <laughs> so we went we, we went up the eiffel tower in um the morning and um spent like the day there and then like that was like our stressful time like trying to like find a police station and we finally found one of course barely anyone spoke english yeah. at this police station and we're like oh my <laughs> god so and we ended up waiting at the police station for about, like, four hours Oy. for this whole thing Jeez. to, like, fan out and to fill out the report and everything. And, oh, it was so awful. It was so bad. I felt so horrible because I was, like, we had so many things planned that we wanted to do. Right. And I just, like, felt so shitty because, like, I'm, like, ruining, like, Natasha's, my roommate's <laughs> vacation right now. Like, and I'm ruining it for myself, too. But I was more sad that I was ruining it for her. I was, like, oh, my God, I hate everything. But, I mean, you know, like, that happened. I was, like, really upset and everything. But, like, honestly, like, when you're in a situation like that and you're, like, in a place, like, that you don't know and you're still, like, trying to figure things out, like, and we were still trying to, like, do things. Like, the next day we did so much. Like, we went to the Musée d'Orsay and, like, did so many other things. We saw Notre Dame. Yeah. And we just, like, focused on that. Like, we just kind of, like, after we kind of dealt with the situation and, like, my dad I mean, was in the process of dealing with it. And, that's on all his you can end. do. Like, you can't yeah. really do anything else. So. Yeah. Yeah. So we just kind of just put it to the side yeah. and just try to enjoy our last day there, uh, last day in Paris. And... We just try to do as much as we could. And honestly, I was surprised how much we jam-packed into that last day. Nice. We did so much, so much. And I was I was really happy. I ended up really being really happy about that. And then um, the next day, um, we took a train to a town or a city on the French Riviera called Nice. Mm -hmm. And that's actually where my mom lived and went to school oh, for wow. two years. Um, so, oh, it was so beautiful. The train ride, like, we went through, like, the French countryside, yeah. and then That's it goes amazing. all the way south to, like, the, um, coastline, and then you go all the way along the coastline to get to, like, where Nice Dang. is. At the same time oh, as this? my God. At the what? same time as this, were you guys getting, like, emails about your program or anything, or? So, that's the thing, yeah. So, we were, um... So we were on the train to Nice. We hadn't really heard a whole lot from our advisors. They had been sending, like, update emails here and there, but, like, nothing truly, like, you know, worth concerning. Like, everything right, seemed yeah. like it was going to be normal, you know? Right. So we took the train to Nice. Oh, my God. So beautiful. Like, Italian Riviera is obviously probably really beautiful, too, but, like, the French Riviera is so 
stunning like just anywhere i feel like like on the mediterranean is just like that but like there's something about the french riviera it's just like so cute and like i'm sure it's, it's just like a movie. so beautiful yeah. especially to take the train along it oh my god like definitely bucket list um <laughs> thing yeah. right there so it was so pretty and got off the train in nice and oh, so warm and <laughs> you know it's like such a cute little city too like i i don't know like i'm not a huge big city fan so that's why i like loved nice because it's like so much smaller and more manageable yeah, and like yeah. It was, like, so much nicer there and, like, better, so much of a better atmosphere than Paris, in my opinion. I was, like, so done with Paris. I was, like, fuck that. Like, we're going to the beach. Like, I'm excited. Like, screw all that. So um, we get there. We're so excited. And um, then, you know, we have to – we stayed in the cutest Airbnb. It's this lady – this old lady in Nice who has an apartment and she rents out, like, her rooms and stuff yeah. um, to people that rent it on Airbnb. And it's, like, That's a little awesome. bed and breakfast sort of situation. So she – she would make breakfast for us and i'm so sad we couldn't Aww. stay with her longer because this is when stuff starts to go downhill again That's so, so <laughs> yeah so we were, we were literally in nice for like a half a day we like walked around a little bit but most of the time we were trying to figure out like um natasha's like data situation because like that at that point she had like no data left right and like we were trying to use wi-fi as much as possible like before but now she literally had like nothing so we were trying to figure out how on earth like can we like is there some way we can top up her data like over the phone online online wasn't working and we tried calling we literally spent like the whole evening of that day in nice like trying to figure out this phone situation because at that point we didn't think we were going home or like going back to prague anytime soon we thought we'd be able to stay in nice for the rest of the time yeah so we're like okay it's fine like we'll just try and take care of this because this is really important like we need data on natasha's phone so we spent so long on the phone with like Vodafone and like oh it was such a mess. It was so annoyed. I'm so dumb with Vodafone. <laughs> Hate that. Fuck that. Would done. not recommend. So I mean like it's like one of some like I mean there's other providers, but like Vodafone's like a really big provider in Europe. But like yeah, it was it was so annoying trying to contact customer service. Right. Especially because you had to like make like international calls. Cause we were in France and Vodafone technically isn't in France. They just have partnerships with other phone companies sure. in France. Sure, yeah. So we couldn't like go to a Vodafone like store and like yeah. get help. Um so we had to call and whatever, try to do stuff online, but that wasn't working and we failed doing that. So like whatever, I guess we're just gonna have to like survive on Wi Fi or or use maps or some like actual paper maps <laughs> or something i don't know so we're like okay we'll figure it out so we ended up just like you know getting dinner kind of late that late that night and we went to bed we woke up and, and like we both like kind of woke up at the same time because like we want to get up early to like you know get breakfast and then like kind of go out and do things because we didn't really get to do much the day before yeah and we wake up and Natasha's like oh my god and literally her phone is blowing up yeah. like literally blowing up and that we're like, was the day what's going on and yeah that was so like i mean with the time difference and everything so like we were technically like asleep when like trump announced that like you know come yeah. home or whatever or like closing the borders or whatever so um we found that out and literally i was like oh my god so we had i Natasha, of course had so many text messages from like her parents and like missed calls and then we check our email so i'm not really sure when we got this first email I think it was, like, when we first got off the train the day before or something like that. Um, I forgot to mention it before, but, like, our, our like, so in the Czech Republic, they were starting to, like, you know, take yeah. notice of, like, the situation with, like, coronavirus. And they're, like, okay, we need to close 
all schools and like right. public things like that. So they're like, okay, so we got an email from our advisors or, or like the administrators at NC State Prague saying that all of our classes were going to be online, but we would stay in Prague. So Natasha and I like, okay, like, I guess that's fine, whatever, like, we'll just, you know, spend our time in Nice and then fly back to Prague and then just take classes online for the rest of the semester, I guess. Right. So, Interesting. Um, that's weird. But yeah. Yeah. That's cool. If that so that's what worked. we thought we were going to do. Like, literally at that point, we're like, this is, you know, that's just how it's going to work, I guess. And that's fine. So then, but that ne- next morning, oh, <laughs> things changed so fast, so Yikes. fast. We literally got million emails from like our NC State Prague administrators and advisors they are like, you need to get out as soon as you can. <laughs> or else you <laughs> won't be like, able to come back. Oh God. Yeah. We're like, what? Holy shit. And like, I, I thinking back on it, I'm like, why am I so stupid? Of course, that person, I'm, I'm like, well, like, maybe you can just stay in Nice the rest of the time. And I'm just like, get back to Prague and then go back to the US. <laughs> yeah. And now looking back, I'm like, oh my God, you're so dumb. But like, now, like, we were just like, oh my god and like we were on the phone with like both of our parents and like trying to like figure out flight situations and we're like oh my god so like but like we came to the conclusion like our both our parents were like okay you need to just get out of nice and get back to Prague right now and then we'll figure stuff out so we're like ah (laughs) so we're like oh my god we felt so bad because we had to leave this sweet old lady (laughs) and we were trying to explain she didn't speak barely any english so we're trying to explain to her what the situation is through the google translate app right and i don't know if she completely understood but like we tried to explain as best we could so we packed up literally all our stuff this morning after or that morning after we had breakfast and we went um straight to the nice airport because for some reason it wasn't letting us book things online at all at that point because everything was so overwhelmed oh yeah especially with like all the european airlines after like all that stuff um so we went to the straight to the Nice airport and booked a flight um, back to Prague. And um, unfortunately, it was not letting us cancel our other flight we had planned back to Prague from Nice, like a few Jeez. days, like in, right. or like later. So we were like, um, okay, I guess we just gotta spend more money and yeah. book this other flight because yeah. we need to get out. So um, we booked that flight and we waited at the Nice airport for a few hours and then we boarded that flight and it connected in Brussels. So we flew to Brussels and then we flew. Um, <clears throat> we flew back to Prague. Were you like sketched um, out in the airport at all? Because I was in the airports around the same time too. And I, yeah, like, um, it so was weird. <laughs> it de- it w- it depends on the airport. So we were um, we were obviously like really conscious. Like we made sure like you know keep our hands clean, washed, and everything, and like yeah. really careful. Um, but we didn't have like gloves or masks or anything because at, at at that point they were all like sold out basically yeah. everywhere. So we didn't really have that option. So. I mean, the Nice airport is really nice. It's really new and very clean and very small. So, I mean, we weren't too, really too worried there. Um, but when we got to Brussels, we were kind of worried because Brussels is a pretty big airport and international yeah. airport. So um, we were like, mm. yeah. Um, so we were kind of like, we made sure like, to be super careful there. But like even in Brussels, like it wasn't really a big deal yet. Um, so we were just like, okay. So then we flew back to Prague and... We were like, ah, we get back to Prague at, like, midnight, and we're like, oh, my God, like, what do we do? We're like, okay, ah, so then this whole fiasco started with getting flights back to the U.S., so I was different than, like, everyone else there because I live in New Jersey, so I was taking a different flight path than a lot of people, Um, so my situation was different, so a lot of people started getting their flights canceled, like, the next day, our last full day in Prague. Natasha and like a bunch of other people that live in North Carolina were getting their having their flights canceled like around like noon and like in the early afternoon yeah and people were freaking out because it was so hard to like you know because it it was not the whole entire flight like 
to the U.S. would be canceled, but just one single, like, leg of the flight would be canceled. Uh. So it was, like, hard to find that certain leg to, like, fit so you could, like, connect to the other flight back to the U.S. Yeah. So people were freaking out because, like, it was so hard to find stuff. And, like, literally I remember sitting – we were – that day, our last day in Prague, we were – me and Tasha and, like, a few – like, a bunch of other people were in the office of, like, the Prague, like, administrators, like, trying to figure out, like, what the heck to do. Like, all, like, the administrators and the director of the program, they were all, like, helping us and, like, scrambling around, like, on the computers, on phone calls, like, trying to figure stuff out it was so crazy did you have and, any like, issues just... with like super expensive flights or anything like that oh yeah like people lost so much money because they ended up having to book entirely different flights because they couldn't find a flight that fit Jeez. in that like portion right. you know um so people lost so much money and like throughout this i'm just kind of sitting there i'm like my flight's still okay right now because like a lot of people were flying american and um delta but i was flying united because that's what goes into newark airport for the most part like newark is a hub for united yeah um so and that's like my what my dad uses to fly for his work um so that's how he booked my flight originally and my flight was like fine and i was like huh hmm i'm like i'm not gonna like say anything i'm just gonna like be chill about it like i'm not yeah. gonna get my hopes up or anything i'm just like okay i just just praying that like my flight is okay and then so i'm finished finishing like packing up my stuff because like my flight was leaving early like really early that next morning like i'd have to be at the airport at like 3 a.m so like i'm like it's like that night and the night before and i'm packing finished packing up like all my stuff in my dorm and everything and so it's natasha yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) basically it was was stressful packing all that up in one day it really was Um, i believe so So we, me and Tasha are both packing because her flight was also in the morning and she had, or it figured hers out, like she, hers was fine. Right. Um, but then I get an email from, so how was, I was flying t- from Prague to Brussels through Brussels Airlines and then flying from Brussels to Newark right. through United. And I get an email from Brussels Airlines, not United. Mind you, I have the United app on my phone. I signed up for notifications from United because that's how my dad and I booked the flight, right? right, Through United. We did not contact Brussels Airlines at all booking this flight. So I get an email from Brussels Airlines saying that my flight from Prague to Brussels is canceled. What? Jeez. And I'm like what i was like you gotta run to and brussels i checked now. like and i don't have like the app for brussels right because yeah. like i mean and that was like the day really... of or what it was the night it was like the last day in prague so the day before like oh, i we had just fly. gotten back from nice yeah so yeah like i only had one day in prague like after i got back from nice to like Jeez. get my shit together and then the next morning early in the morning i was flying back to the u.s um yeah, so I was like, oh, my God, I called my dad right away. I was well, FaceTime him because I didn't. <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, Dad, help me. I was like, what just happened? Of course, like, my dad at the time is taking my sister to the orthodontist. <laughs> so he's, like, driving, and he's like, oh, my God. Fuck. He's, like, freaking out. And he's, like, having my sister, like, try and do things, like, on his phone. It was just bad. And we were just like, oh, my God. So we're trying to find a flight to, like, replace that flight, and we can't find anything. Like, United isn't, like, sending me anything. And, like, I was like, what the fuck? so and thankfully like at this point like my dad was like trying to cancel the flight so he could just book an entirely new flight altogether but it wasn't letting him cancel the flight right because it's so close to the flight time and all that stuff i don't know like i don't know if that was necessarily the problem i think it was just like everything was like overwhelmed or something i don't know but like he he tried he tried using his app on his phone he tried going online to cancel it like you couldn't he couldn't call in like he tried calling a million times but he was on hold for like two hours yeah so there was no way we were gonna cancel this flight from united so we're like okay like my dad 
Like, at this point, I'm, like, not sure what to do. I'm, like, on my computer. I had hung up because, like, my dad was driving, my sister. So I had hung up, and I was trying to do stuff on my computer. And eventually, like, my, my dad gets home. He calls back, and he's like, okay, I think I figured it out. So I ended up, like, you know, just ignoring the United <laughs> flight altogether. We're like, whatever, fuck that. Like, we don't know what to do with that right now. So that's just whatever. And then um, my dad's like, okay. So my dad has this special like travel agent that he uses to book his travel for work sure. um through his company so he was freaking out he's like okay so he called his travel agent <laughs> for work and he's like help me get my daughter home <laughs> that's Please so clutch me. honestly <laughs> so of course like you know she's like a pro so she books um <laughs> a flight for me through delta and it ended up being way cheaper than the united flight and um your dad's travel agent's just calling the pilots directly <laughs> yeah no basically <laughs> yes honestly and so yeah we Jesus. booked that flight through delta and that seemed all good and great and we're like i don't know we'll still try and cancel the united flight but we don't know what's gonna happen so i end up taking like the um delta flight ended up being around the same time as like the um united flight in like the morning and stuff but i would fly to um amsterdam and then fly from amsterdam to jfk Okay. Which is still like it's, JFK is like a Better. little bit further for like drive. It's like more like closer to two hour drive for my dad because more like in it's like Long Island or whatever. Yeah. But like my dad's like whatever, just get home. So <laughs> that's we, way more so, manageable of a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So mind you, throughout this whole thing, so I get to the airport that next morning at like literally three a.m. We took an Uber because like the public transportation was like barely running at that time because that's like still kind of like the night tram. So like right. they barely come or whatever. So we're like, we're not wasting time taking public transport to the airport. We're just going to freaking pay for an Uber and get there because um, like the airport in Prague is kind of like outside okay. the ma- like main city part. So it's like a 20, 30 minute like car drive. Sure. Um, and then an hour plus like tra- public transportation <laughs> like ride because you have to like change and use multiple things to get there. So anyway, um, we get to the airport and... Of course, I don't have, like, a phone, so <laughs> so I actually have an iPad, an older iPad. It's, nice. like, the iPad 2 or 3 or some shit. And, of course, I, ha- I brought that with me to Prague. I don't know why, but, like, I was like, maybe, you know, I'll need it. <laughs> I, I literally pull the iPad out of my backpack. I have my freaking, like, boarding pass on my iPad. That's so and I'm like, funny. <laughs> I felt so ridiculous. I was like, oh, my God, this is the most embarrassing thing. That might be like, worse than care. people, like, taking pictures with iPads. <laughs> oh, my God. People did that in Europe. People That's did so that so much. Oh yeah, yeah. People do that. It was all the so time. weird. It's so strange, but yeah. Boarding pass but... is a new one. <laughs> it I worked. Like, oh anyway, so you got on your flights. So, yeah, like well, this is when like other crazy stuff happened. It doesn't stop. Like it's not like sure. a straight shot to the end here. Like it was a lot. It's so much. And so I get to the airport. I check my bags. Thank God we got there when we did because. Like, we had to wait a little bit to check our bags because, like, how they do at the Prague airport, they have they only, like, let you check your bags, like, a certain time before the flight. So we had huh. to wait a little bit. Huh, and then we checked yeah. our bags. We checked our bags right away. Like, there were no issues with that. So that was great. Um, but then, like, right after we checked our bags, literally so many people were at the airport. Like, so many people. And the line to check your bags was so long. And I was like, thank God we got here when we did or else we probably wouldn't have made our flight to Amsterdam. Because I was with a, couple, a wow. bunch of other people that were on that same flight to Amsterdam because they were like you know taking different connecting flights back to the u.s through was it Amsterdam. like a bunch of americans or was it no, just... like people in the same program as me like okay, yeah, people. yeah, yeah. Hmm. so Jeez. um we were all there together going through everything <laughs> together thank god um and because like coming to prague like i flew by myself from newark um and connected yeah. in um frankfurt so like i was used to like flying by myself but it was like honestly i didn't have my phone and i was stressed so it was nice (laughs) to have like other people around not gonna lie so um yeah so 
we got our boarding passes and everything. I ended up being able to print out my boarding passes. And we went through this really weird security thing. Cause like, that's when like, you know, people are starting to freak out about coronavirus. So like they had like these like police officers there, like looking at our visas and like our passports. And it took forever. Like they literally would like flip through our passport, like a little book. And they had like a piece of scrap notebook paper and they were handwriting our information down on this wow. piece of scrap paper. Huh. And I was like, what and it took forever so then we finally go through security and then we are waiting for the flight and i open up my computer to like text my dad and everything from my computer yeah um because my ipad's old it was janky so it's like hard (laughs) to like do things but like um so i'm on my computer i'm texting my dad and then all of a sudden i get a little bloop like email from brussels airlines i'm like what and i check my email from brussels airlines like your flight was rebooked like the flight the united flight was rebooked so they rebooked me for a flight um, that was leaving at, instead of, like, my flight to Amsterdam through Delta was leaving at um, 6 a.m. or something like that. Yeah. And then, like, they booked a flight for me to go to London and then to Newark, and I would leave for London at, like, 11 a.m. or something. And they sent me an email at 6 a.m. I'm like, Jesus. how in the world <laughs> do you expect someone to change plans like that. I was like, what? And I texted my dad. I was like, dad, what is this? They just rebooked my flight like through United and like Brussels Airlines or whatever. And he's like, what? I'm like, can we cancel? And he tried canceling. He still couldn't cancel the goddamn oh flight. God. So we're like, oh my God. So we're like, whatever. I'm just taking this flight to Delta. I'm literally yeah. already in the airport sitting to wait. I'm literally waiting to board. They literally had started boarding and like I'm sitting there and I get this fucking email. Yeah. I'm like, so <laughs> I, you know, get I get to Amsterdam. That's all good. And then I get on my Delta flight to the U.S. I had never felt so much relief in my goddamn life. I sit on that airplane in Amsterdam. I'm like, thank the Lord above because I was so <laughs> done with everything. I was so done with everything. I was traveling without a cell phone. Like, thank God there were like some of my like friends. 72 like, hours oh. of like starting yeah. in Nice, right? And then Jesus. It's yeah. like a crazy three days period. Yeah, it was just, like, a million days of just, like, craziness. And, like, it was weird because, like, I feel like part of me, like, kind of, like, just, like, went numb throughout the whole thing. And I was just, like, going through the motions, you know? Because, like, obviously I was, like, kind of emotional, like, when my phone got stolen and, like, when they had, like, told us to go home. Oh, yeah. But, like, I had never really felt, like really sad about it yet i was just like ah next thing it's like oh my phone got stolen oh now i have to go home okay so it's like kind of go one thing to the next you know and like just like no emotion just like gotta get stuff done you know jesus yeah so i get on the flight to go back to the u.s i fly land in jfk (laughs) praise I was literally like, I didn't want to clap because I felt that was weird. I was like, <laughs> You're one of those mentally people. like celebrating. <laughs> I was like, thank God. And like two of my other friends were, or four, three of my other friends were on that flight to JFK because they were flying from JFK to Charlotte. Okay. And um, so we landed at JFK. I was like, thank God. And like they um, made us stay on the plane for like a, a few minutes because they made us fill out like these forms for like Corona. They're like, which countries have you been to in the past few days? Sure. Like, do you, ha- do you have any symptoms that you can, like, tell? You know, whatever. Um, and we fill out those papers, and then we get off the plane, and they take our temperature and, like, ask us again, like, you know, how are you feeling, blah, yeah, blah. And that's good. Of course, yeah. So we were, we just, you know, passed that. We're, we were fine and everything. Um, so, and then, like, I'm sitting, because I got, I was sitting towards more of the front of the plane than, like, my friends. So, like, I get out, and I'm, like, waiting for my friends, and I'm just, like, sitting kind of, like, by, by where they're doing the screenings. Um, and this girl, like 
she's she like got, gets up to the guy and, and the guy's like takes her temperature and he's like so how are you feeling she's like and she's like coughing like oh, she's like bro. i had this cough for like a few days and they're like <laughs> so they oh, literally throw a mask on her face god. and like take her away and i'm just i'm like oh, oh god <laughs> and like this girl's like our age like she she's was younger and I was like, oh, my God. I was like, where are they taking her? What is going on? And then I'm like, oh, my God, she might have coronavirus. And she was on the same plane as me for, like, eight hours. Like, Jesus. So I literally take out my hand sanitizer, bigger than hand sanitizer. <laughs> so, and then my friends get off the plane or get, get done with the screening. So then we head to customs. So we get to customs. And we, again, I, like, some of this part seems like, like, this whole journey was, like, so unlucky for me. But, like, looking back, I'm like, I got lucky with like a lot of other things. Sure. So it, with this in particular, so we get to customs and like, of course, like lines are really long yeah. and like everything, but you know, and they don't, they barely have any people like working the customs booths at JFK. So there's literally like three people for like so many people that just got off this plane and like a million other planes, huge yeah, planes no, comes yeah. from Europe. It's always like an hour experience minimum. And, and like, of it's course, crazy. like during this was like a million times worse and so disorganized and like, what I was so frustrated about, like, I had to wait so long in line because, like, they have, like, the digital check-in thing or, like, customs thing where you just scan your passport and then you have to go through another thing where you see an actual person right, and look yeah. at, like, your passport again or something, which I thought was weird. I don't know. That's I don't have much experience with customs. Yeah. So I was like, okay. So we, I'm waiting to see, like, the actual, like, person. I got the desk. And, like, these people, like they just, like, kind of get up and, like, they'll walk away for, like, 20 minutes and then they'll come back. And, like, I'm like there's only two of you guys working and a line full of like hundreds of people like what are you doing like why are you leaving your desk we need to get home we were me and my friend were so agitated we're like what is going on we sit in this line for like well over like 45 minutes and it was like almost an hour and we were like oh my god so we finally get out of the line and i go to like the luggage claim because like the luggage claim was right there right and i get on my luggage and everything I'm like, thank God. I was like, oh, so I'm like, wait, how do I contact my dad? So I asked my friend, I was like, dude, can I use your phone, please? I just need to like text my dad. <laughs> so I text my dad, I'm like, are you here to like pick me up? And he's like, yeah. He's like, okay. And he's like, I was, he was waiting outside the luggage claim. So I get all my stuff um, and I meet him and then we drive home and everything. And then I quarantine myself for two weeks <laughs> in my room. Nice. Um, so that's great. Um, but yeah, uh, that was crazy. We got lucky because only a few hours later at JFK, it was a madhouse. So I don't know if you heard about what happened in sh- at the Chicago airport that yeah, day. Yeah, it was like, it was, the, <coughs> was it that same day? Yeah. Was that a there was like one day or two days where like every airport, it seemed like had the worst lines and everyone was freaking out about Corona and everyone was freaking out about yeah. social distancing, but nobody could do anything because everyone was on top of each other. No. Yeah. So my friend Natasha, my roommate, she, her flight path was like crazy. She flew from Prague to London, London to Chicago, and then Chicago to Raleigh. Jesus. So it was, disgu- so she <laughs> got, she got unlucky. She flew into Chicago right at the point where like it was, customs was packed like so many people like videos from that said, just terrible yeah like she was sending me like pictures and stuff and i was so i was like oh my god like this is actual hell and i felt so bad for her and like and the same thing ended up happening at jfk later that day like i just got so lucky because i got there i flew into jfk at, like 1 1 p.m like in the afternoon yeah um so i was like oh my god and she's like she's like wait she's like texting me because like i have like i was like t- texting like when i got home i was like she's like holly she's like, there's like a riot breaking out there's like a fight and i was like what? oh my god <laughs> and so i was like oh my god 
and she's like I was like what's happening and like she eventually explained it to me so what they ended up doing to like try and like speed up the customs process at Chicago was they split up like the students coming home from study abroad because they had visas from the other people um for some reason and people did not like that they were getting angry (laughs) so they start fighting and natasha's like scared out of mind she's like oh my god like i don't know what to do she's like this is hell and she ended up having to spend the night in the chicago airport and yeah it was so chicago sucks anyways don't you ever talk bad about chicago (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Chicago airport is not really known to be like the most. Fun oh place no! In the yeah, world. no. O'Hare is so large; it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's a mess. Even like buying the train ticket from O'Hare is more expensive at the airport than it is at a normal train station. Jesus, isn't that weird? It's oh like my God. it's like double the price. Like everything's bad about the airport. That's so oh my God. But anyway, wow. so you, everything was a mess. Everyone made it home. You're safe now. We all made it home. That's good. Thank God. Yeah, I got back, um, quarantined myself. Like, Any symptoms? My parents literally... Nothing? No, I was fine. Like, I was just, like, really... I like. <laughs> I remember at one point, it was, like, a couple days after I got back, I started getting, like, these weird headaches. It was probably just because I was jet-lagged and right. tired. Oh, but, of I'm course, sorry. I was like, oh, my God. I have, I have coronavirus. Corona. <laughs> I have coronavirus. So, um, I was, like, so scared for a couple of days. But it was fine. Like, I was fine. And... And then yeah, your classes just, and everything, yeah. did those just end up canceled? Like, are you in school right now? Like, us? No, yeah. They made, yeah, they, it's basically the same as, like, normal NC State. Like, they made all of our classes online. Okay, um, yeah. And, like, I talked to my professors through Zoom um, Your prog everything. professors? Yes. Nice, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the time difference is a little wonky, so, like, our class times changed. Um, but they made it change so, like, it would be more convenient for us. Um, right. Which That's I feel nice. bad for our professors because they have to, like, talk to us, like, kind of late in the day yeah. there. Um, but, yeah, I'm still able to talk to them and I'm still doing, like, I'm doing, like, less than I would have done. Like, they yeah. got rid of a bunch a- of a different assignments. Less than what they would have done. It yeah. Like. Yeah, I assume it's the same for you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm doing a lot less, but... Um, yeah, uh, still doing work and still have finals and everything. Yeah, so. yeah, that's the way yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, I miss it a lot. It, it, sure. it, was, it was like, at first I was just like so happy to be home. I just wanted to get the hell out of Europe. I was like, screw this. I like yeah. just want to get back home. And I was so happy to be home. But like now that I've been home for like, it's been like a month basically. Um, yeah. It's just like. I, it's like that's when it starts like kind of yeah. hitting you like I imagine Dang, yeah, for sure. I'm real depressed <laughs> totally <laughs> big sad <laughs> um but yeah um that's pretty much my story um that's awesome yeah I got my replacement phone as soon as I got back my dad was able to work it out Thank with God. Apple Care, <laughs> so got basically the same phone um that I had um and didn't have to spend anything um which I was honestly really grateful for because now that I think about it, like, it would have been really hard for me to stay in Prague without a phone because in order for my dad to ship my phone, yeah. my replacement phone overseas, if I did stay in Prague, it sure. would have cost, like, $200, $300 for yeah. him to ship it. Yeah, it and just would have been it was, Yeah, so I don't know what I would have done, really, if I stayed in Prague um, everything and everything. So, like, I was just really happy to come home and have a phone <laughs> because I was so... Like, you don't... Re- like, I, I'm, I'm going to sound like a boomer when I say this, but, like, you don't really realize, like, how much you actually, like... Like, how, like, life is different, like, when you don't have a cell phone. Yeah. Like, I was... No, it's so like, useful. Had, it's crazy. It's crazy it's how like, useful it is, and it's crazy, like, um, even going to the grocery store or something, and if you don't have your phone in your pocket when you're in your car, you're like, what is going on? Something's weird. It is Something's weird. Something's weird. <laughs> it's, like, it's very weird. And just imagine having that feeling, 
like constantly every yeah. single day. I can't imagine for like multiple days in a row. Just like I would rely. Like I would still like feel my pockets and like my purse multiple times. I'm like, where's my phone? I was like, oh wait, someone took it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. In a way, it was kind of relieving at times because like I'd be so stressed oh, out about it yeah. usually, and I'm like, I'd be like, wait, where's my phone? I'm like, wait, I don't have to worry Fuck about it. having a phone. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Well, that's so that was one good. way I yeah. dealt with it, but like I was like, well, yeah. So yeah, no, I was fine. Um, I was able to get all my stuff, but I felt really bad for some other people in the Prague program because they didn't fly back to Prague first. They just flew straight back to the U.S. from wherever they were for spring oh. break. Oh man! So they, they didn't have any of their. Stuff. Are you serious? They lost all their stuff. Yes. Jeez. They didn't lose it, but they just didn't get to bring it home with them. So, I mean. We had to, like, our advisors and, like, the directors of the program had to, like, figure it out. And they all, like, packed up everyone's stuff that left it there. Are you kidding? And they're no sh- way. They're shipping wow. it back here. And it takes, and it's going to take two months. And Holy they just shipped shit. it a couple weeks ago. Oh, Jesus. But I, I mean, I'm surprised they packed up their stuff, too, honestly. I mean, like, yeah. it was, like, they, like, told us, like, if you can get a flight back to the U.S. from wherever you are. Just do it. Just do it. Oh, okay. Just do it. Just leave. We'll it just out. get out. Um. Because, yeah. like, so many countries in Europe were starting to close their borders already. Just, like, you yeah, know, the US everything and stuff. was a mess. So we were just like, wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, luckily, um, I mean, like, we were so lucky to get out of Nice when we did um, because, like, it would be really hard to fly from Nice to the U.S. just because Nice has such a small airport. Right. Um, but I just really wanted to make sure I had all my stuff. And that was, like, top priority. Um, if we would have left, like, a day later, like, I don't know if I would have been able to, like, make it back in time or like i would have faced like so many other like yeah everything was like every day it got worse and worse and worse or harder more oh yeah every hour yeah Yeah. and like it was weird like normally i'm a very emotional person so like when stuff stresses me out i get really emotional about it but like throughout this whole thing like i said before i was like numb i was like everything's gonna be kind of fine but i'm also really stressed out that's like weird that's when you know you reach that new level of stress i've reached that a couple times this semester (laughs) and it's like i cannot think about anything things just have to move (laughs) i know yeah that's basically it's just like a survival mode stress or something i don't know what it is but yeah but yeah Yeah, so i was like oh my god yeah so i was like weirdly you know fine with it but then also like really stressed at the same time right. but it was definitely an experience that oh, yeah. i will never forget like, yeah. ever in my life seems like you had a crazy <laughs> crazy time but yeah. um i think with yeah. that i guess we'll just wrap it up <laughs> yeah, yeah so i've talked so much i'm like literally like no, i felt bad no, like, they, you yeah. had a lot going on it was yeah. a crazy time but uh it's just like thanks so for coming on about it again, <laughs> yeah oh uh, thanks yeah well, no, thanks do, for having me do you have any final predictions or thoughts or anything about do you think you're coming back um, to school in the fall? Do you think that's going to continue? So right now, honestly, I haven't really been thinking more about school. I've been thinking more about my internship that I have for the summer because oh, okay. I was really, really stressed that that was going to get canceled. But thankfully, it hasn't been canceled. They're just that's making awesome. it virtual. Good. And hopefully I'll be able to get back into the office at some point, they said. But from right now, it's just going to be virtual. Um, <laughs> so I was really happy about that. Or else I would be unemployed yeah. in the summer. Oh, yeah. And I'm really broke right now because I was just abroad. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> I was, like, really happy to hear that. So that's amazing news. I know a lot of people are in that situation and, like, are not having trouble, like, you know, finding jobs and stuff. So I was just really, really thankful and grateful that, like, you know, I come home and, like, I'm, everything went smoothly and, like, you know, I'm just praying that we can get back on campus in the fall because... I know, yeah. Oh, my God. Just things need to get yeah. back to normal. The red-eye work is piling up. Yeah. 
All the red eye work, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah. You're working overtime. I bet there's tons of stuff. Oh yeah, house. everyone's booking everything. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, too, too much. But yeah, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks. We'll Ali. have to keep yeah. in touch for sure. Definitely. You just yes, had a crazy yeah. time. <laughs> Thank you all. Yeah, for Yeah, thanks for letting me talk about it. Yeah, it's great to kind of like talk about it, like like a story, and like kind of let it out because it's just like experiences so like yeah. pent up inside me. <laughs> I'm sure. So, yeah, so it was great to talk about it. And yeah, thanks for having me. This was fun. Totally, yeah. yeah.